Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, this is Hampton Young, and I just want to let you guys know, the listeners, that we take this pretty seriously. We joke around about depression and suicide and dark thoughts, but in actuality, we really want our audience to feel safe and secure. And if you're dealing with those sorts of dark, swirling, awful thoughts, we would prefer if you right now put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they're great people. They have the resources that can help you deal with the situation and get through it a little bit uh, more medically professional than us. And Dave and I are very happy that you're with us, so keep listening. Did you break the? Uh, oh no! Damn, dude, that's so funny. You shouldn't be so angry and fat. <laughs> if, you, if you keep get, get, getting so fat and angry. <laughs> oh, why are you being all fat at me? <laughs> Dude, you uh, should you could be fat and you could be angry, but you can't be fat and angry, dude, because then your couch will break. You know folks, what I, mean? <laughs> I was uh, kind of going on some sort of dumb, <laughs> fake, angry rant, and the couch broke under me. Yeah, you were like, and it's the fattest thing I've ever <laughs> done by by a lot. In fairness, the reason I was In comfortable fatness. making this joke is that Hampton, you were moving around a lot and like. <laughs> So it, it's 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 foreign to me to move around a lot. No, 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 no. I feel really, really bad. I feel like this is presenting me as a monster. <laughs> no, you were like making very comedic big gestures, and that's why it was clearly not because you're fat. It's because you punched your couch. That's why you. So the joke was that you're not fat. Oh my god! You pointed and laughed. Yeah, at, at all me. the cheese you eat and how fat you are. My little pig dick. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it's bad to be fat. I think I look down I on people who are overweight. That was crazy. Wow. Yeah, well, dude. It fold, the couch just folded, That's it, man. guys. Wake up call. I guess I'm going to get my life in order. Yeah, man. It's time for you to fucking, fucking join a 24-hour fitness, dude. <laughs> oh, 24-hour subway? Yeah, dude. Subway's 20... open 24 hours. And the gym. <clears throat> Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast where we make people feel shame for their weight. For the first time ever, I felt shame. <laughs> Fat and angry. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, this is Suicide Buddies. Thanks for listening. It's a comedy mental health podcast where we talk about depression, suicidal thoughts, and, you know, just check in shame with each Shame people for obesity. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't um, believe I'm a, I'm at a really healthy mental state. You know, are you with that sort of stuff? Fatness, yeah, like great acceptance of myself. Twenty four so. hour fatness. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not okay with the fatness. Dick. No, you have a lot I'm of ex- fatness. I'm accepting myself. It's not uh, as a disgustingly fat person. <laughs> 
Listen, what? I'm going to allow like 15 more good rips on me. <laughs> okay. And then Great. I'm going to shoot you in the fucking face. Okay. That's my calm reaction. I wrote a musical about you. It's called Fatter on the Roof. <laughs> Here's the reason that I feel comfortable awful. doing this is that I'm fat and I see myself as fat. I have gained so much weight recently. I think it's clear that I don't think judge people for being fat. You know what I mean? I don't think you're fat. Matter yeah. of fact, you look like you've been losing weight, right? I think we're kind of like a Louis Anderson, John Panette kind of couple of comedians. Right. I'm starving for I'm attention. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. No, I the don't. The only reason I, I haven't I died from suicide is that I broke the noose with my weight. <laughs> I can't tell you what I what my body's doing because at times I'm like, oh my god, I'm losing weight. This is awesome. Yeah, it seems like you've lost weight. And it's like, you know, I mean, not from how you broke the couch. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god. Sorry. I have been getting ass injections. Have so, you? I mean, that's the thing. I get thinner. I want the top <laughs> to be thin, but I need my butt to be. Oh, big. so it's not that you've lost weight. It's that your butt is bigger. My butt <laughs> is out of control. I got a bigger butt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I have no idea sometimes I'm like you know what I mean like where sometimes you feel like you've lost weight but then the next day you you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like I'm maybe thinner but I'm not in shape totally like something's not right yeah <laughs> and that's kind of the you know the constant hell I'm in and I've also learned to accept my hell yeah 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 folks Hampton's helpful hint number 10 accept your hell accept it <laughs> You know what's funny is that I'm actually in a really similar place, man. Like I, throughout this year, I now, currently I weigh the most I've ever weighed and, uh, and I'm working on it. Like I'm focusing on eating better and focusing on exercise and a big part of that is sleep too, but I also fail at it a lot. And, um, and I think I've also kind of accepted it cause it is weird, isn't it? Like I'll weigh myself and right now I weigh like 215 or something which is I've gained 15 pounds this year. And uh, and then I'll weigh myself, and then I'll go look at myself in the mirror and be like, I think I look the same. And then the next day, I'll look at myself in the mirror, and I'll be like, did I gain 40 pounds in my face alone? What happened? I think it's metabolism. Like as we nah. get, no, nah, no, nah, it's witchcraft. <laughs> probably witchcraft. It's witchcraft, dude. I probably offended a crone in my village. <laughs> It's because uh, that's probably what it is. It's just my. It's because of my fatness, my physical fatness. Now God's um, punishing me for being a bad person for sure. I think Still it's great that you uh, that you have a good presence, a place with that. Were you ever? Was it ever a hang up for you? Your weight? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Well, oh I, my God! Yeah. Wow. It funny. Terrible. It was like look at myself in a reflection and start crying on the street. Wow. <laughs> it Damn. was like that level of like, I'm disgusting, I'm terrible. And also like up until like a while, uh, maybe more uh, a while ago, thankfully, at this point, that's why I have maybe a healthy view on it in mm. the past. But like, I don't know, for so much of my life, I'd only gotten like negative reinforcement. Really? And people saying stuff equivalent to like, you are monstrous well let me say real quick then i uh <laughs> I'm, like, I, oh I hope God. that i didn't uh the joking around with hands at the top didn't strike a negative chord with you listening i, I mean it i uh 
you know, it's, it's a suicide podcast. My goal is not to make a dumb, fat joke against my friend and then make I it mean, seem like that's how I feel. That's I, all I just wanted to say. I broke the sofa with my butt in the most <laughs> Buster Keaton. <laughs> like, it yeah, but you and I have me. a rapport. You and I are fine. <laughs> yes. We, I know that this doesn't hurt I'm you. I'm only saying what incepted the whole thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, if right. You could, guys, if you could have seen it, I was laughing my fucking Yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> well, I mean, I also, I think, yeah, I, now I'm sort of like doubling back and shit and it, it, I'm making it matter more than it should. But, you know, I know like if you grew up with weight problems and maybe you like struggled with it your whole life, listening to this mental health show and having a guy go, you're fat, <laughs> maybe wouldn't be helpful. I don't know. I'm just saying I love you. That's I all. I don't know. <laughs> We're the bullies, right? <laughs> That's the question. Hmm. Were they right? I will also say, we've talked about this on the show, how like you make your own, like you build your own morality in this day and age and you have to be comfortable with joking around with what you're comfortable with. And for some reason, call like calling my friends fat, I think is fine. And I don't know why. <laughs> it's like... Oh, yeah, you would never say it. <laughs> yeah. This is, damn, man, this is getting into that conversation of how we justify our own moralities. But well, it's man. like how I talked about how I could talk about fucking my parents, like, and for some reason that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. you are also willing to take the risk with me. Like, you you probably can guess I'm comfortable with my body. Yeah. Given the level of conversations we've had, yeah. things I've said, like, you know right. what I mean? I've let you know my comfort level. We're good friends. Yeah, right, you right. Know? It's not like you would take this stab at, like, the bank teller. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. their chair breaks, and you're like, Fatty, go boo-boo. <laughs> now give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You're I am going to do that now. Like a gigantic. <laughs> hey, Hampton, do you want to go to the bank uh, with like, me? Yeah. I'm not going to call you fat at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I've often said, like, the hardest I laugh is, man, like friends just giving you shit. Absolutely. It's so fucking funny. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of lets you know everybody isn't like, oh, I hope Hampton's okay. Totally, but you know I don't even I mean? mean past that. Even with that, like obviously, I would never with, do it with anyone that I'm not comfortable with. But even talking in a grand sense, hmm. I for some reason fat stuff isn't. It's like oh, it bothers me when I see it in public quite a bit. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, but what do you maybe, mean? Like when you see, what do you mean? Well, like I think it's. Weird. I know this sounds so fucking weird, but it's a weird <laughs> hangup I have. I kind of do hate how people like fat shame Trump. Oh, sure. Because it's the most public and you just kind of constant see people being like, he's ugly. And I'm like, fair. <laughs> like, it's totally fair. Right. Plus, he's a monstrous individual who wouldn't think twice about saying worse shit about you. Yeah, yeah. But it is like my dumb thing of like, well, what are we... Right, what are you we know, doing? What is what are we doing here? You know, sort of thing. It's yeah. just like I don't think that makes people on your own side who maybe have like body issues feel any better. They're kind of like, no, yeah, he's ugly. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just bad, man. You know what I'm saying? Like in the end, I mean, the reverse is bad too. It's like it's like people being like, I hate Tommy Laren, but she's hot. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about yeah, like, <laughs> no i know and i'm like i'm like a complete hypocrite like i literally just tweeted give baron the death penalty i saw that <laughs> like i have no morals right, but right folks right. what you have to understand is i've made my bed 
I've right. made my peace, said my little prayers. <laughs> I've made my bet on who Hampton Young beats. <laughs> I'm an Irishman. <laughs> hey! Oh, I'm an Irishman. You know what's... <laughs> I think what I was actually trying to say is that I'm, for some uh-huh. reason, comfortable joking around about fatness. And I think it's because I, I'm someone who struggles with it a little, at sure. least. But, like, but I'm, all, I'm trying to think, like, in the same way with, like, incest, which is a real problem Whoa. some people face. <laughs> I can be on stage being like, I fuck my family, and I don't care. I don't know why. Right. I, I'm just sort of examining my own brain no, here. No, no, I don't know I, why. That's, that's an interesting yeah. concept because I think, say, some comics who would identify as like I'm a large comic, like, right? That's my identity. I don't think they're like putting it outward. It's all like all they're sure. joking is is you're, uh, you're right because it's valid when you're talking about yourself, right? But I think that maybe minute that's you what redirect it is. It's like whoa, what are you doing? Like, that's, how is that not hostility? <laughs> right. Like, just kind of a bland hostility, too. It's like, that's the one thing. It's like, dude, there are five million insane things to make fun of Trump for. Right. That are completely legit about how he's, like, a Nazi. <laughs> like, like, it's like if they're, like, people are like, these Nazis are awful. They're fucking killing all the Jews. And then people are like, yeah, and they're fat. <laughs> like, Yeah, what? they're chubby. <laughs> it's like, can we keep, the message on point here for five seconds. I'll even take it further and be like, people, there was a while where people were like, Trump for sure has a small dick. <laughs> and I remember being like, okay, wait, what if, why does that, that, are we shitting on people who have small dicks now? I like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. For the record, Same I have a fucking point. huge dick. Huge, dude! It's so big. It's huge. It's fat, like my stomach. Yeah, his dick's really <laughs> tiny. That's probably why he's had sex with so many people. Anyway, the point is, you know, he's got that small dick energy. Yeah, right. He's really got that. Very, very interesting. He's fat. He's got a small dick, and that's why I didn't vote for him. Well, all right. You so, seem like a piece of shit. It's so bizarre. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, there's kids in cages. Can we please focus? Yeah. Exactly. Some of them are fat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys. Yeah, we should focus on that. (laughs) These holidays. How fat those kids are. Let's focus on the things that are important. (laughs) This is awesome. This is what I mean. I'm like, fine bringing that type of irony to it, but I don't know why. I mean... To be fair, that's almost against no one because that's the most insane thing I've ever. I think heard. that's why. <laughs> that's insane. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> I really am very you know, self-conscious by, about it lately too. By today, it's weird. By today's standards, uh, Fatty Arbuckle would just be regular Arbuckle. Hmm. He'd be regular Arbuckle. Hampton, you know what's crazy? I've never thought of that. That's so interesting. Uh, no. Stop. It's really interesting. Wait. <laughs> Wait, are you being... Can I do it? I want to do a side podcast on that. <laughs> Just the biggest Would you be offended? Ever. Wait. No, would you be offended <laughs> if I did a really successful other podcast? Just about, about Fatty Arbuckle? Yeah, no, about just the things I say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't no, be offended. not at all? Oh, no, okay, no, 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 no. Hampton... We both have tour dates. Hell yeah. I think that we should talk about that for a minute. You know, quit yeah. bre- fucking relax and quit breaking couches and <laughs> and and fucking focus for broke once. the internet, broke yeah. my couch with my ass. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Atlanta, December 12th, Wilmington, North Carolina, December 13th and 14th, and Washington, D.C., December 15th. Guys, feel free to buy tickets at HamptonYunt.com. And man, these are going to be awesome. I think like uh, the ticket sales are already doing pretty well. And like, I can't wait to do these shows. Yeah, dude. I'm going to be in Chicago on December 13th. That's next Friday. I'm going to be there. Also, I just found out I'm going to go see uh, Lawrence Arms and the Flatliners in Chicago the night before. I'm going to be there a couple days. Uh and Lawrence Arms are like an old fucking Chicago pop punk band, and I'm very excited to see uh, what happens in Chicago when Lawrence Arms plays there. I bet you numerous people will die. That's my guess. <laughs> Which I won't be happy about, but it will be interesting. That's <laughs> your reaction to Mazda. I am so oh, stupid. Oh. <laughs> well, what do you know? No, Chicago, December 13th. I'm fucking so excited for that show. I've already talked to a handful of people about it. I'm really, really pumped. I have uh, some of my very good friends who are comedians in Chicago opening for me, Whitney Chitwood and Carly Ballerini, and I think a couple others too. So yeah, I'm really fucking excited. It's going to be great. I still need to pick some openers for Well, you see you're performing at Hitler's house, right? So get yeah, some Nazis. Um, yeah, if you're a queer positive comic in DC and you listen to this podcast, hit me up because that's cool. the struggle. I don't really know the scene too well anymore. Everyone I know is like 55 sure. year old, really funny guys who just stayed there and were legends when I came up. Right. You know, and then everyone else moved. Everyone else uh, left the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, guys, this app on the pod. Mm. We're interviewing my wife. <laughs> this is good podcasting. Oh, no. <laughs> what? James, James against it. <laughs> ah! We're going to finally settle it. This is couples therapy. We're going to finally settle uh, who gets who, my heart. Who wins? Yeah, Dave or my wife. Oh, I see. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are going to get to finally hash out a lot of drama. <laughs> Man, I'm so fucking excited. I've wanted to have Georgie on the show for so long. We usually can't because this is we record on the same night she has her show. But totally. Thankfully, we're doing it early. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm really excited. We're going to talk to her about, um, well, quite frankly, Hampton. Uh, <laughs> no. <yeah>. No. <laughs> oh, by the way, get tickets to those shows that we were just talking about. Tickets uh, on my, are, for my show are on my, are on my website. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? I mean, tickets on my, on my website. <laughs> this <laughs> is what happens when somebody <laughs> this insecure they start self-bullying excuse at me lights no excuse me <laughs> at light speed pace i'm not insecure i hate myself dave to the ross.com for my show hamptonyunt.com for his show and uh after this ad for fucking pants or whatever we're gonna talk to his girlfriend or i don't know wife or something <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doesn't matter what they say Cause I'm gonna get my way If I don't wanna go 
so excited to have Georgia Brooks on the podcast this week. Thanks so much for joining us, Georgia. My, you're welcome. We talk about you on the podcast all the time. We're both big <laughs> fans you. of yours. You you dipped in and did a, a bonus episode on the Patreon once, but we haven't had you on the show. Highest before. rating Patreon. <laughs> yeah, highest rated by fucking far. Wow. Too. All of your fans. Uh, <laughs> Subscribe to us on Patreon, and they don't like us. We they only the, like you. We got the Nielsen ratings. That's, yeah, they, totally. They report on Patreon podcasts. Yeah, totally. Everybody who has a landline phone and listens to the radio <laughs> has let us know that they like Georgie, which is, by the way, what ratings are. I found I out. I will say Aristotle is also on that episode, so... That could have been it. <laughs> it could have had nothing I to mean, do with me. Um, I like to keep my wife humble, Dave. Yeah, you're right. It says that in the Bible. (laughs) It does say that in the Bible, doesn't it? He won't let me read the Bible, so (laughs) I don't know about it. Oh, wait, no, you were on a regular episode before once, were you? I think there's some regular episodes where like, I walk through the room and you're like, hey, and I'm like, what's up? Well, definitely, (laughs) definitely. Um, But you know what's crazy? I've gotten so many fans from just that, so this is going to really blow me open. That's great. <laughs> blow me open. Blow you open. open. Okay, sure. Well, this is going to blow me open. Woo! <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you guys get quiet and look at me? <laughs> Why is that okay? I was enjoying the repartee. I actually was like, man, this is actually fun. I'm going to hang back. I'm going to watch these guys, what they want to talk about. Wow, oh, man. Okay. It was also like a millisecond. And that amount of insecurity like hadoukened at us. It was like really came out, man. Yeah, in that moment, I was thinking, <laughs> it's hot in here. That's all I was thinking. <laughs> like, oh, it's warm in here. Well, God, men and women can never agree <laughs> how, how hot the room should be. Right, fellas? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Come on, fellas, this chime in. You got to get a sleep number mattress. Because <laughs> some of us like it soft and some of us like it hard. It's you know what I mean? It's so crazy that you're... Like, that's just a bit, but truly having to sleep in the same bed as somebody is a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's difficult. It's yeah. very difficult. And we have a big bed. Do you? Do you have a king? You know it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't realize you were royalty. Yeah, it's not California <laughs> king, though. So we're oh, just co- commoners. Um, yeah. All right. So, Georgia, have you ever thought about killing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> just in this exact moment right now. <laughs> This is, I think, why Georgie yeah, and I got quiet and looked at you. Because the thing is that even though Georgie and I are friends outside of this, you are the connecting factor between the two of us here. Yeah, you're the reason we both want to kill ourselves. So if you could... <laughs> Guys, don't say my zing. nightmares out loud. <laughs> They'll come true like Candyman. Yeah, come to think of it, this is... Man, if I were in this situation, I would be re- I would be frightened. Yeah, I would be terrified. Um, Listen to Terrified with Dave Ross. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm on an, if you want to know about me just listen to the episode i'm on terrified with Dave Rogers. i did have georgia on terrified and that's when Hampton. i met aristotle no i never did it actually hmm, interesting we weren't really good friends yet that's true but i did call hampton after i did your podcast and i was like i cried the whole time <laughs> yeah that was a uh, we like really got into it in that episode and that's when i met aristotle so thinking about that now to be like the first time i met aristotle i was just like crying for an hour <laughs> yeah you had just gone through like a lot of really difficult like very very fucked up shit yeah Yeah. thank you for talking about all that i remember that being like hard (laughs) yeah you know you grow (laughs) (laughs) but that's in the past so georgia what's your favorite kind of pancake Uh, blueberry chocolate uh, chip (laughs) i just want to know what to make in the morning (laughs) i'm not high-fiving you (laughs) 
<laughs> Guys, I think I'm gonna have sex with my wife. <laughs> when <laughs> you have to it's warn funny how me. This really quickly became my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking to two people about how they're going to have sex soon, and one of them is... I mean, is not a- soon. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I'll schedule it in. Go It'll probably be weekend. in 2020. 2020. We're not going to have sex again this decade, if I can help it. <laughs> Damn. Okay, now, talk about that. <laughs> I don't even mean 2020 that the is- year. I mean my vision. I got to get it corrected. Am I right, fellas? (laughs) That'll high five. Yeah, Yeah, get your vision 2020'd. I feel like Um, that means I'm ugly, but I don't really know. I don't think it. I don't think that is, that's what he meant at all. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. is blurry, but I don't know. You're so uncomfortable with me. <laughs> um, I am curious, Georgia. I mean, even though we talked about on Terrified mm-hmm. stuff that you've had to deal with, cope with, and stuff you went through, I don't think we talked about much in the arena of like your experience with mental health I just don't know like where yeah. are you at with that stuff now what have you dealt with throughout your um, life yeah, I'm pre- uh, <laughs> I'm pretty good with I'm pretty good with mental health right now because um I'm on like multiple uh antidepressant medications oh cool and uh, they work for you yeah it's like the right yeah pairing. it's so I yes they work great I take um bupropion in the morning it's for like so at first they just put me on that because i was feeling like a lot of anxiety and stuff and i also have like some sort of ocd adhd combo okay so they put me on bupropion and it was good but it didn't really like change stuff too much but it did make me thin um so i was like it's working <laughs> so i get to keep taking that but then the, the sofa breaks under her just as she says that <laughs> um you missed it in the front half oh, i broke shit. the sofa with he me. broke the couch and i called him fat it was super fat. sensitive of me it was you awesome. should get on bupropion <laughs> yeah totally. for many, for many it's actually reasons. called belbutrin i think or bupro- it's like i take it, the generic can i be honest with you it sounds like you're saying it wrong <laughs> It, and I know that that is the actual name, but bupropion is like <laughs> ibuprofen, guys. No, yeah. uh, I do actually, have ibuprofen. This would be important. Uh, do you? It's re- called valbutrin, but I'm on the generic, oh. which is bupropion. Got it. Okay. Got it. Interesting. So the, is, that because it's cheaper, right? To, do you yeah. smoke it or snort it? Or you what? have to like put it on the stove and heat it up. Got it. <laughs> Oh my God. And then inject it into your feet. It's so every morning. You got to dab it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I squirt it in my coffee. It's uh, it's a pill. It's a pill. <laughs> and, then, um, and then that wasn't really working because like other than the like making me thin, um, I was still like yeah. spiraling. Like I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. get this where I used to get it really bad where like something would happen and it wouldn't be that bad, but it'd be like, the the situation exactly was like I got a ticket for rolling through a stop sign. Mm. Not a big deal. Like you're gonna have to pay money. But then I was like, well, I'm gonna get deported. Like I just like would die. and then down. sure. And then I missed the court date to fight it. And then I was like, I'm so stupid. Like I just spiraled right. and I was like crying. Mm. And they were like, maybe you should go on Prozac. So I mm. went on Prozac. And then I got more depressed when they told me I had to go on Prozac. I got like really. <laughs> Like, honestly, I used to... Why is that, do you think? Um, Because I felt like it was going to... I felt like... I I don't really remember be, 
totally because Prozac, I've been on it for a few years and I think it's like the best. So it's yeah. like hard to really remember, but I think it was a combo of, I thought it meant that I was like more d- broken right. than I really was. Like I, th- I thought it was like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. You're like I'm losing have to go on- some sort of battle. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's, it's talked about so much like through yeah, media. I've heard about Prozac for so long that you kind of treat it like maybe like, oh wow, I have the severe diagnosis. I am fucked up. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. have, I have like clinical depression yes. or anything like that, you know? And then I also thought like i've heard like it makes you never want to have sex and i was like i'm gonna never want to have sex <laughs> yeah but bro oh, yeah, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> aristotle don't uh. so when i got told i was gonna have to take that i remember like really falling apart i used wow. to like i used to cut myself a, a bit and oh really so then i like really went on a bit of a rampage whoa with that. When you was might that? notice she has no feet. <laughs> <laughs> you well, fellas Hampton, might want to notice you chiming in. right now. <laughs> Hampton always makes me really funny. <laughs> Thankfully, she met a clown in her life. <laughs> um, we were dating at the time, so it did not matter. <laughs> um, but um, do you remember? I, it, Hampton and I weren't together for that long at this point, and I was like, "It was my cat." Like I blamed JoJo. No, I, I very much at the time was like, "What?" Because you had told me that it happened in the past mm-hmm. that you've done it, and I just was like, "Hey, so you've told me mm-hmm. about that, and now I see that." And mm-hmm. then eventually, I just told the truth because I didn't want you to hate JoJo. And he didn't. Why re- would he hate JoJo? Oh, because I was like, work. my cat right, scratched fellas? me. Like, oh. but it was like me who like had cut my own body. And then it I happened can't even believe JoJo can hold a knife. <laughs> I was like, how did? Oh, JoJo- you better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, did- I'm afraid of this fucking cat even more than how ever. Did JoJo writes Slayer into your leg. <laughs> Um, yeah. When did JoJo get cool? And how did he write this note that says goodbye, cruel world? <laughs> Why did JoJo into write- my thigh? <laughs> <laughs> write it on your own thigh. <laughs> um, but then I did. I went on Prozac, and um, at first it made me like so tired. So they switched it so I would take it at night instead of the morning. Like oh. I couldn't get out of bed. It, I was so tired. Whoa. But then it like slowed all of my thoughts in my mind down not in a bad way but in a way where like before if they were like all over the place and now they were in like a con a consequential order or or just in order um and it was it made my life like Mm. like i all of a sudden was like my wisest friend (laughs) like everyone would come to me and i'd be like i can (laughs) Um, and then i also was like i think i'm gonna become a like a lawyer and i started studying for law school and then it evened out in like six months and i was like i don't want to be a lawyer (laughs) it was just a prozac it was wild it was crazy but i know that sounds like it was all bad turns you into limitless uh it it really felt like that way i was like i can do anything and i i love it still we had insane times during our relationship we've been together a long time this was going on like it felt like from my end it was like what is happening? <laughs> right. Like someone's just like, I'm not doing comedy anymore. I'm going to be a lawyer. Sure. Maybe I could be Supreme Court justice. I mean. And it was like, it was all like, cool, but mm-hmm. it, you're it, really supportive. I, I remember it Clearly. just being so fucking like wild. <laughs> He's not supportive now because <laughs> that was the first time that happened where I was like, I'm going to like, I started studying for the law exam. I started working at a law firm. 
but is since, that true? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Damn, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you're out of a relationship. (laughs) Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, it was really an interesting time. And I like loved it. But then I just, I still sometimes think about how I wish I had, because I was like, I don't know, when I graduate law school, I'm going to be 30. And now I'm like 31 and I have nothing to show for it. We missed it. Yeah, we did. (laughs) I should have pushed you more. If only. I, like, I always say that about people. Should like, they should push each other. Protect yeah. me. Protect uh, me with the law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, dude. You'll be able to get away with anything, I'm man. saying a lot of slurs. You gotta protect me. <laughs> I'm saying slurs. My wife's a lawyer. You can't cancel me. Oh, man. <laughs> now I want to go. So what? Uh, how long... This is so interesting to me. You, you attribute this to like... Your your mind just sort of like felt more organized and calm, mm-hmm. and that drove you in what? Can you sort of fill in the blank for me of how that got you to law? Yeah, well, I've always been real. So I like love the news a lot. Like mm-hmm. I always listen to the news a lot. I listen to a ton of like crime podcasts. But what I was listening to at that exact moment was a combo. It was like when Trump was winning the Republican nomination. So like this is the backdrop. Like I'm listening to the news every day. Trump's winning. I'm also listening to this podcast called Undisclosed. And it's about Anand Syed who's from Serial, like the their first Serial season. But it's about like how he's innocent and like it's these lawyers talking about his case and how it was um malpracticed and all the things that are wrong with it and I was like there are so many people in prison and I just want to help them and I was like what I'm doing is so stupid like comedy is worthless and I just want to like do something really important with my life comedy's worthless (laughs) Um, but so that's basically what happened wow and then at the same time i was dog walking for a a person and he was a lawyer and he was like they just loved me so much and he was like we would will you come work at my law firm oh yeah it just like happened wow interesting that was a wild transition this is so that's so i've been really lucky with all careers in la except for comedy like it's great like i could get any babysitting job i wanted (laughs) they eat the law firm to this day is like we'd love you to come back Wow. Mm-hmm. And they t- yeah. they were like, you're so smart. I worked at a clothing line recently, and they thought I was stupid. But the <laughs> law firm thought I was so smart. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Why did the clothing company think that you're stupid? <laughs> because I didn't know how to use, like, um, like Adobe. Oh, wow, you <laughs> fucking moron. What a bunch of assholes, man. God damn. I love that you were listening to... A, 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 a law podcast <laughs> yeah. and you were like I'm gonna be a lawyer I um when I got on Prozac I was just watching Dexter so <laughs> oh Jesus yeah you that's why Prozac? I killed all those people yeah no 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 oh. I'm joking uh, so with, the, with the both of you with Prozac are, no he was no joking. I was kidding I don't take oh. none of you guys oh, look I'm after sorry. your mental health uh, <laughs> No, and one of the reasons I'm asking true. about this and uh, we can like, get into this later I, I, I already like there's like more about this in your life I want to hear about. But I have been thinking a lot lately. I've been slowly but surely approaching feeling like I should definitely take meds. And recently, it's just been getting so bad that I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm just sick. I think I'm sick and I need to take medication for my illness. I think you should. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like someone in your Facebook group once wrote like, I don't want to go on medication. And I am sometimes in there and I like peek around. And that was one of the few I commented on being like, you should do it. Because there's so much out there being like, it's not going to work for you. And it might not. And it might take a while to get on the right one. But like, it has changed my life. Yeah. 360 degrees. That's bad. 90 degrees. I don't know. The right amount of 98 degrees. degrees. <laughs> 360 degrees. Man, it's been a lot of work and it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, all right, that's the pod. <laughs> Do nothing um, or change your you life. You should look into it. It's really great. It yeah, makes, like, this is what everything. I've heard. For me, it makes I can just like do stuff. Have now. you have you stayed on that medication since? Somewhat. Um, I had it's the exact same medication I was diagnosed initially, but the difference is like I remember like I did go off of it a few times, and like one time I went off of it, and I then I had to go to this comedy festival, and I really started spiraling about this comedy festival, and I was like I was spiraling in the way I used to, and then I realized it's because I'm not on Prozac anymore, and that happened like. I went off it maybe at the end of last year and the same thing was happening. I was really like losing it and like get when I say spiraling, I mean like getting upset about things that aren't really that are totally solvable and, yeah. and move onable. Um, Do so, you feel like that's the medication just the coming off it or that's your natural state? Maybe I think that's my natural or, state. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I want to marry that. <laughs> 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 yeah, because you're such a walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now go, we go to the lightning round. Georgia is going to diagnose what medication I probably should take. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's do it. No, I let's don't know. Do it. No. I'm not a. Let's do I, it. I am a lawyer, but I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> No matter how many TV shows we watch. I, think, I, think every, I mean, also, it's like, it's not your, it's like, I used to feel so hopeless. Yeah. And then now I don't feel that way. Yeah. I don't know. She's honestly the, one of the most motivated people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. It's interesting. I've had like two, a, ve- a very close friend of mine. Well, I, I he's been on the show. Jake Weissman has been like really pitching it at me because Jake went on. Um, depression meds recently and he's saying it changed his life and he's like one of the person the people that's like most afflicted by mental illness of people that I know as yeah. far as on the depression side uh-huh. and then an ex-girlfriend of mine posted this thing on uh, mental health awareness day I think just about how like um, all these things she goes through to make her days better with regards to her mental health. But the first thing was like, I take this pill and it makes everything possible. And just reading that Mm -hmm. stuck with me because I was like, oh, I, it hadn't occurred to me. There was just some, it's just weird what sticks with you, you know? And that made me think about what my life is like. And I've been, I pay so much attention to my mental health. I like, and right now it's 10 times what it ever was. I'm like, going to bed earlier and working on like making sure I get a full night's sleep, but also getting up early, getting up, eating breakfast, drinking a lot of water throughout the day, not eating after working out all of Hampton's helpful (laughs) hints. Yeah. And um, reaching out to loved ones and stuff like that. And it's still the same as it ever was, which the same thing happens every time I focus on that shit. I fucking, it works for like a week or two. Mm -hmm. Then something comes into my life. That's difficult. 
I lose a little sleep either working on it or thinking about it. Yes. That losing sleep snowballs and then I lose momentum with the like because I feel bad I eat like shit one day or I miss working out for four days or both and then I have to start all over again after a month because I've completely fucked it up and I stay in this cycle and then I read that thing from her and it occurred to me like I think this actually is just clinical depression that's just not allowing me to fucking do these things I want to do you know what really what everything you're saying made me think of like when uh, when the Prozac started working for me I was like oh like this is how it's supposed to be like I always Mm. thought everything was supposed to be so hard and Mm. that like life is just so difficult and like roadblocks all over the place it's not like for for lack of a better expression normal people right it's it's like why you can look at like someone from high school and be like wow they're really just like living their life (laughs) (laughs) right it's because their brain isn't is imbalanced i mean who knows i don't know them but it's just it's easier than it it doesn't have to be so hard yeah i'm kind of seeing a little bit more anxiety as kind of problem with that you're expressing dave and that yeah and and that (laughs) that's the thing that she was able to kind of take care of like georgia i don't think you would qualify what you had as like a depression per se like you know it's more like more like a mania it was like your thoughts would get out of control and then you'd maybe be like I, I now feel depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the first thing that you're really going through is like your anxiety is just off yeah. the charts. And it's just like, um, yeah, I think that's so interesting being able to kind of put your thoughts in a type of order to then manage. And then yeah. it doesn't get to this level of like, man, I can't fucking do anything. I'm worthless. It's like, yeah, the real problem is just like, getting yourself settled like people don't even realize sometimes like how anxious they are right yeah you know what i'm saying for me slowing everything down works well like i also now do yoga a lot and it's like it's great for because i look amazing but um (laughs) it's also so i just like i feel so slow but like like i can really consider i just feel powerful and smart and like zen you're managing your life in a very you know this is such good news that's great yeah the only thing right now in my life that's not good is like i fucking (laughs) just get married (laughs) oh i was really gonna say that that's truly what i was saying (laughs) um well the joke Oh, you man, know, is that to... did I literally interrupt <laughs> you about to do that same joke? Is yeah. that what happened? I'm so Don't sorry. That's bullshit. Listen, that, I was just like, everything's good. I'm so slow. That'll teach me. You got to speed it up. <laughs> gotta yeah, speed come on. Fucking chop, chop, lady. Oh, it's I a w- podcast. Oh, I would have ro- won roast battle if I was faster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Ralphie Mama. More like roast yeah, race. Right, <laughs> roast race. <laughs> oh, my God. I just see chickens racing. Um <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, look into meds. I think they're great. But I, I, I also, I, I, I know people have bad experiences on them. And I right. take what I say with a grain of salt because I've only had really positive ones. Except for like the not being able to get out of bed at first. That was pretty rough. Like I was just so tired all the Interesting. time. So you haven't tried other meds before then? No, really? they those ones oh. worked for me. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize. Yeah, like the, again, honestly, I don't know how much the bupropion helps, but. 
God bless it. <laughs> but it makes you thin. God damn. That's but some so... people <laughs> go on bupropion and they're like, I can't take it. It makes them crazy. Interesting. Like okay. it makes it's like it's like um what's that ADHD Adderall. Adderall. It's like right, how right. some people take Adderall and it's like a fun drug, party drug. But some people will take Adderall and they're like, no, this makes me really focus. Right. So for me, bupropion, I don't notice it doing anything. Oh, okay. But some people cannot take it because it makes it like Ritalin where they're just like, oh. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, it's a, <laughs> I'm not like that when I take it. It's just like, I'm just Georgia. Wow. Okay. Can we do a drug to change that? <laughs> <laughs> what drug? <laughs> I don't Can really understand do? the joke you're trying to make. So I think you should explain I understand it. the joke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wish you could have seen Georgia's I to, face. I go to the doctor. Do you have a drug for being just Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> it's the most specific of all symptoms. So They're wait. Like, possible. So you're saying the joke is you want a cure for the illness of being Georgia. There, yeah. Like you go to the there doctor and they'd be like, really? Everyone wants the drug to be Georgia. This is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> You know what your problem? I don't think you have depression. I think your main problem is that you're not Georgia. <laughs> the and one so- thing I can't change is myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get <laughs> a prescription to change yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have bad um, depression or anxiety or something growing up that you knew of? I didn't know of it. I didn't like. I feel like um, you don't realize. Uh, I didn't know that's what was happening. But like yeah. when I was growing up. I had a pretty bad problem with like hurting myself, but it, I didn't. Oh, cut that's right. Until the cutting. Old. Yeah. When did that start? <laughs> Way too late for it to like, I think that started when I was like 24. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that sounds like it something that should start in like when you're 13. But I was like, yeah. I'm It's like when a grown up starts smoking <laughs> and you're like, why? Um, it was way <laughs> after you'd seen the movie 13. <laughs> way after. <laughs> and, but when I was yeah. 13 to like grade 12, I was, I would like, pu- like punch walls a lot and oh. like, show up at school with like pants where I couldn't write because I like hurt myself so bad. Wow. Build the wall so I can punch it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Cause I just always, it was, it's always, it was always like when I was like, I'm so stupid. Like I remember like my dad bought me this really big French dictionary this is really specific to me. <laughs> but it was uncircumcised. French diction. <laughs> Come on. Um, because uh. I was in French immersion. <laughs> and I was so bad at French that I would like take this huge book that was like three inches fat and like throw it into my head repeatedly. Because I was just like, I'm so stupid. I can't get this. Like, so that kind of stuff would happen. I also was very... Um, in high school, I was very bulimic too. So like, I was never like cutting, but I was always like doing things that were like not beneficial to me. Mm. When wow, that's so interesting. The do you mind talking about bulimia for a second? No, if you guys think it's interesting. I mean, it is, I mean, we're talking about um, mental health and how you cope with it and what you dealt with and stuff. And I mean, that's like one of the biggest things. Eating disorders yeah. are yeah, a I plague. was pretty bad. Yeah, bad in what way? Like. I had bulimia pretty severely, really? I guess, but uh, only for like two, maybe three. I had it severely for like two or three years, and okay. then I had it like. You would occasionally purge. After yeah, that. like eat, honestly, like I never do it anymore. But I, I think I did it once this year. Like, oh, I, but like I never do it anymore. But then again, like. W- 
because it doesn't work. It's a thing work. you're always dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't deal with it. I mean, I don't have, I have a lot of friends who have eating issues, mm-hmm. like being a woman, especially one mm-hmm. right. here in Hollywood. Um, and I really don't have it to the same degree that a lot of my friends deal with it. I'm pretty <laughs> you're trying to qualify. I don't know. Like I, I feel like I know what you're saying, but I but I do, it still gets to me every so. I often. mean, as far as I know well, from people I've talked to about eating disorders, mm-hmm. is that it operates very similarly to an addiction. It's like a thing that you have that it's like a it, it is a mental illness combined with an addiction, right? And yeah. like the feeling you, even though you're wrong. That it's like not making you thinner or feel better. It mm-hmm. feels like that's what's happening. And that yeah. feeling you get addicted to. And you, it's like you get to control it. It's like a control thing. Too. But Interesting. the crazy thing is it like really did work for me. <laughs> In what way? Like I was so thin when I was bulimic. It was, I was also playing soccer. And I think the combo was really, um, mm-hmm. is a real hot <laughs> like i was so i was thin. right well when i said it worked i uh, <laughs> it's just not lo- a long-term like i mean here's solution. the thing i, I this is a dangerous mean. territory for people listening to this podcast i well, feel like and before i uh i do want to j- if you, it doesn't work if you're not <laughs> never mind i was gonna say like i don't like the term work it doesn't personally. work because like yeah. it's not gonna make you thinner it's really it was clearly the soccer well, no, 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 no. that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying it will make you thinner. Throwing up your food mm-hmm. slash not eating mm-hmm. will make you thinner. Obviously, it mm-hmm. will. But, so but will the other thing it does is that like all this other crazy shit happens. Like your body overproduces stomach acid and you end up getting sick and it fucks mm-hmm. up your entire ecosystem. It's mm-hmm. and also an unhealthy body and it's obsession. it's wildly unhealthy and it hurts you very much in the long yeah. run. Yeah. It's yeah. A, and people are going to find out. It's an extension. <laughs> All your problems are like, plus the toilet's got too much vomit in it all the time. Like, it's like, well, yeah, but the the problem is it's body dysmorphia, and this is like kind of a far, you know, you're going too far into your body dysmorphia, and then it's starting to act out in these mm-hmm. things. I mean, it's good that you feel like you have a pretty good control on it. Would you say the like medication has helped, you know, your thought processes in in as far as like the same things that were driving bulimia or you know? um maybe i think that the bulimia th- uh, this isn't the answer like anybody wants to hear but hmm. i think i'm not bulimic anymore because now i'm not it's not a habit of mine anymore yeah. and i stopped doing it because it did become like too much work which is crazy <laughs> to say but it's true like That's i was funny. bulimic in high school and then bulimic my first year of university and then there were always like these meetings with our floor like we had like weekly meetings and they one day somebody was like we also have an issue because in the last stall like someone's been throwing up there every day and like oh, interesting so, like and you're like we're gonna find her <laughs> i honestly lied to them i went i went up to them after i go you know what that's me i have this like disease and like they bought it um I think, but I mean, um, that wasn't really a lie. Yeah. That's telling the truth, right? (laughs) Bulimia, I would call a disease. So I stopped doing it. Um, but also like, so I, I, I haven't been like bulimic at every meal since I was 19, 20, Mm -hmm. but I, you can, Hampton can attest to this. Like I get very severe heartburn to this day where it wakes me up in the middle of the night. It will cause me to throw up. It's like, Wow, really debilitating, and I'm. I think that has a lot to do with how 
maybe it, it doesn't, but I suspect it's, it's from true, the yeah. deterioration of mice. If you kind of fuck with your like esophagus and all of your acid reflux stuff, it kind of like your body starts to set a little bit. You know, the the ideal thing is just stop, you know, and... Well, you say you still do it occasionally. What? And I actually, I think I totally understand what you're talking about with that. I think that, like, like that's why I brought up it being, like, an addiction, whereas, like, I mean, it's similar to, like, you could go through a period of time where you did coke fucking constantly all the time and it was a problem and you had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then now every now and then you'll do coke <laughs> and you know it's bad. But, uh, but, but yeah, mm-hmm. he, there are those people. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of go, well, I know exactly why I shouldn't do more cocaine. Right. Totally. You know, and like, so I, I guess I'm curious, like what happens if you're okay talking about this. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I am curious, like those moments where you do happen to do it now, like, Right. Yeah. Well, what, what I do it so so in like when I said sure. I did it once this year, I also mean like and then not five years before that I hadn't done it. But when I did it this year, I was like it might have not even been this year. It might have been last, where where I was like just feeling honestly like I was I was just putting weight on re- until like I felt like the last couple years I've just been putting weight on, just stupid. I mean it's true, but it doesn't. Who cares? Um, but. I think like I just didn't know how to fix that. And I was like, well, I used to be thin. I used to just throw up and like, I should just do that again. Like, who do I think I am? (laughs) Oh, interesting. Um, But then I really, you know, Hmm. it also, I, and then I did it and I was like, oh yeah, I don't do this anymore because it's like, it's so much work for a little, I know this is stupid. Um, yeah. I mean, so, and now I like am a vegan who does a lot, who works out frequently and I feel amazing and I don't feel the need to like even limit what I eat. I don't think that you should feel guilty for having done that or for the reasons why you don't want to do it. The fact that it's so much work, I think is like, I don't know. I, what's funny is that like, that's the type of thing that I think would actually get someone to stop being bulimic. It's like very to get someone to overcome body dysmorphia is like an entire lifetime of work that we should all be yeah, doing yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the reality is that like the damage bulimia does to you and how difficult it is for you to endure mm-hmm. is like, I think people need to know shit like yeah, that. When there's yeah. Like yeah. Just as much effort can be applied to like healthier solutions. Yeah. Like the amount yeah. of effort <laughs> you're putting into this bulimia you could be vegan and exercise more. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. And oh, then man, also, and I like, it hurts. That. I, don't, I know if it's you're hard. Not gonna I be... know it's hard, but yeah, you know? Also, like, you may as well, if you're going to put so much effort into being bulimic, like, maybe you hate yourself and you're bulimic, but maybe you could be a, lawyer. a good... <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't think people at the gym hate themselves? Yeah. That's why they're fucking and they're all lawyers. But what I was going to say is, like, you could be a better person and be... Like, if, like, if you're, like, eating meat... And then throwing it up. That's like extra shitty. Just be a vegan. Don't barf. <laughs> and then go to yoga. Right. I mean. <laughs> is that like the worst? I one? love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. Like, I do think it's worth it's saying at this point that like the actual goal, in my opinion, should be uh, just like accepting that, uh, you, you know, how you look is good mm-hmm. and uh, you're worth a shit. And also, it's reductive to say that that's what we should all do because we all, 
this country makes us obsessed with being thin. We're all yeah. fucking fighting that. I know it's way yeah, worse for women. Yeah, blame the flag, Dave. Yeah, I hate the troops. Blame the troops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the troops are fat. The blame troops the troop. keep fat shaming me. <laughs> I went overseas to play for the troops and I blamed them. Yeah. An guys, army of fat. You guys know why we're over here? You. It's but I think it's all worth talking about is my point. Mm-hmm. I think no, the I'm feelings interested. on it are specific. You know, when we talk about shit like this that's dicey on this podcast, it's literally a, you know, about the topic of taking your own life. I tend to stop and reinforce these like broad concepts because I think it's important if you're listening to be reminded in the middle of this that like the also aiming to just accept yourself because whoever you are and what you look like is is good and worthwhile. Yeah, is, and yeah. Somebody's like I keep saying really superficial stuff, but I was going to be like somebody's going to be into you. Like what you look like is <laughs> yeah, somebody's I know, I know. thing. So It's about confidence. And really. also now things are like you know, body um when I was bulimic, what was really in was like Misha Barton in the OC and she was like so thin. And now I'm like <laughs> Everybody's in. Hell yeah. <laughs> Boy, yo, 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 yo. Misha Barton. <laughs> but now it's like everyone, there's like, if you, <laughs> sexiness is everywhere. <laughs> we keep That's like true. having, ev- for every oh, good shit. thing we say, there's like a completely toxic thing that comes right at. You know what I mean? Because what you're yeah. basically saying is like, you're fine right now. Look, if guys get back into really skinny girls, you're going to want to be bulimic. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny? I think it's important to this, acknowledge the worlds of nightmare. This kind of reminds me, I did listen to the Steve Hernandez episode, and mm-hmm. I feel like at the beginning he was like, yeah, I'm great. Like, I'm not I'm not depressed at all. And then he kept saying stuff, and it was like, whoa. And I feel like that happened to me. I was like, I'm on meds. I'm great. Plus, like, Lizzo's a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, that's great. But, yeah, I guess eating is still, like, well, I think I love that we're talking about bulimia. We haven't talked about it before on the show. And I think that's like, that's something that a lot, like a fuck load of people battle with. Mm-hmm. I know so many people that have dealt with anorexia and bulimia. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just rampant. I think that you're making a good point with the Misha Barton thing. It's Thank like, you. it was literally everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was and like that, ana- that um, heroin chic was a thing. And totally. like, you had mm-hmm. to look sick. Like, All, I remember like wanting people to worry oh, about plus, me. Like, even just oh, hearing oh, about Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 oh, wait. Yeah? Really? You yeah. wanted people to worry about like, you? Like, I want, but I didn't want a lot of it, <laughs> like, when. I didn't want. I, I know didn't, what you mean. Yeah, like I wanted to look sick. Wow, that's man. That's Wait, one of the most the, the profound t- things that's ever been said on this show. Oh my it's god, crazy. rename the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, to think, I man, that's crazy. I think people need to hear <laughs> you say that. Just to think about the fact that there are women in the world that have thought, yeah, yeah I want people. I want to be so thin, people are worried. <laughs> Is fucking crazy. If that's why I mean, we were obsessed with thin people all the time, well, it's just I like, know. I'm just so concerned. <laughs> well, I think that's the only reason. Like a woman oh, who God. looks like we like there was a thing where it's yeah. like you look, she looks weak and like she needs me to hug her. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm cold. If, then, I also if that wanted, doesn't like, show us that we live in a damaged problem. place, I don't know what does. I know, right? <laughs> Georgia is a product of society. And you Thank live you. in, you were in Canada. Yeah, so it was. So it was like, you guys don't even have problems. I mean, nothing that the government can't fix. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what is mm, so interesting, though? Like, interesting. when I was bulimic, mm. my nobody 
new really but my parent my dad was like i was watching fashion television and my dad came in and he's like you get thinner you're gonna be one of those models oh, oh. no and what dad no I know. And he's like the good guy <laughs> in the family like yeah. you know that was like totally. totally a harmless thing but like my mom once told me she's like you know when i was in college i was on a diet where i could only eat 100 calories a day so i knew a jube jube was only one calorie what? so i'd count out 100 and that's God. all i would eat like it's like a hundred work like that. That's the worst nutrition possible. A hundred <laughs> calories a day. You'll yeah. be thin, but you'll look sick. Hey, you ideal will have no nutrition. Yeah, yes. it'll be because you are sick. You could also yeah. eat a hundred carrots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like she loves jube jubes. <laughs> what are jube jubes? Oh, well. <laughs> Jube jube, come here. Oh wait, do you guys don't have jube jubes? No, I've never even heard of that. Oh, they, also, I'll, can I go on my phone? I know jube you guys jube. have a rule. They're kind of like movie candy almost. They're can I show you? Sure. Yeah, of course. But I'm just describing as yeah, you're looking of course, up. They're like a gelatin type of thing. They're like uh, a jube, kind of like, like a like a kid, the sour kids. So imagine one of jube them jube pretty shape. tiny. Jube jube, I think. <laughs> I, I <laughs> yes, yeah, I think they're called something else. Yeah, those are called M&M's over here. Oh, I always call them Jujubees. We call them Snickers they over here. They might be called Jujubees, <laughs> Yeah, my mom called them Jujubes. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, oh, you didn't get that Jujubees and Jujubes would be the same thing? Yeah. Uh, um, but, any, you know, like, I think we've gotten to a place now here, a lot of women talking about how, like, their mom accidentally, like, instilled it oh, in them. Yeah. And I think we're a little more aware now. Like, yeah, I yeah. try to tell girl like girls little because i babysit a lot i go to like, the park and just tell little girls that they're so sexy you, uh, you're sexy <laughs> no but you're i'm always like hot. you're so i try and be like you're so smart you know what i mean like because it's i want to be like you're so cute hot. but then yeah, I, i'll yeah, be like yeah. you're so smart and oh, cute yeah. <laughs> like i try and just put that first <laughs> what a clever way to be hot um <laughs> you're so clever we love and I think you it's more a generational thing me too like i got it a ton just because uh, everyone in my family would get fat for a while. And like our parents were just so fucking cruel about it. Really? Yeah. It was just like, oh, look at your Buddha. You got a big Buddha belly. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Cool. <thank> you. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be 13. I guess home <laughs> is where I have an escape from school. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, I think parents were like, well, no one's telling them at school. That's and it's like, wow. that's all we were getting. <laughs> yeah, it's, of course. It's weird. I think they really were like, no one's telling them. That's insane. I think yeah. Hampton and I are going to be great parents. <laughs> <laughs> this is our way of telling you. Oh, God. my God. You're pregnant? No. Pregnant. Pregnant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, do you want to be pregnant or pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Or are you preg can't? <laughs> I'm sorry, but you your wife. Pregnant or preg can't? I, I'm sorry, Mr. Ross, but your wife is preg can't. <laughs> what? Uh, she cannot have children. Do you tell everyone like that? Preg no, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm making progress on it. <laughs> We're making progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do things a little bit funny here. Anyway, I'm gonna need you to. Uh, I, I'm gonna preg need you to sign here. <laughs> <laughs> the letter N always has preg before it. 
Well, because I'm a pregnancy I, doctor. Okay, so. listen, I know that laughter is supposed to be the best medicine, but it's not working. <laughs> we are losing clients and patients. <laughs> yeah, they're going it to is, other doctors. Isn't this not. what Patch Adams was about? <laughs> yeah, he would make pregnancy puns. And it would take, it would solve kids' uh, cancer. Yeah. Oh, 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 looks like you got uh, cancer. Oh, what a, uh, oh, I've got Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> he says that to a dying kid. <laughs> oh, cancer. Oh. <laughs> oh, more like Sagittarius. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let's get in spaghetti. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, so you're not pregnant. You're no. pregnant. No. Pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> We're not even trying. <laughs> Till 2020. <laughs> Are you guys going to have kids? Let's talk about this. Let's yeah, talk about Dave, this. Let's get to the bottom. Of yeah, this. this is why I brought you here today. Not the way we do it. Okay, Hampton, cover your ears. <laughs> yeah. They're already covered. No, but okay. like, turn his uh, headphones down. Georgia, do you want kids? <laughs> oh, she's obsessed. Really? I want to. Well, when Hampton married me, to, really? he made me promise that we may not have kids and that that would be okay. But I needed uh-huh. a green card so bad, I said, fine. Uh- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I wow. knew it. No. Like- <laughs> this is the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's more like. I called it. How how really qu- how quickly she he would want like, kids. Push forward. The minute she's bored, she moves on to the next thing. He was like, I don't want to marry you because then you're going to just like immediately want kids. I was like, all I want is to get married. Like, that's all it is. I, I swear. Don't, after that, I'll be done. And like three months later, I was like, damn, he was right. <laughs> um, I want to adopt kids when I have a job. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, disabled ones. <laughs> Any Jobs? ones. Jobs. Any ones. Um, Any kid. If I have like a more of a, you know, it wouldn't be fair to uh, have a kid right now because then Hampton would have to support a wife and a kid. <laughs> but, and he can't do it. <sighs> I um, want to adopt an adult. Eddie Pepitone. You just did. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what you did when you married me. <laughs> um, I'm with Hampton. I'll adopt anyone who was wearing a diaper. You know what I mean? No. Why don't you know what I mean? <laughs> How could you possibly not know what I mean? I, I spoke English. You should go volunteer at like a nursing home. <laughs> well, well I don't no, know, not man. like an old per like a like a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a real person. You know when you say yeah too soon and you didn't wait till the person finished, you're like, Yeah, I totally agree. And like, not like a real person. Like you're a like, real oh, not shit. an old person, a real person. Oops. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, what would we that, may have a kid. Um, okay, okay, all right, guys. All right, and we're gonna name him Dave Ross. Oh, great. better comedian. You didn't let me finish. Sorry, <laughs> better comedian Dave mm. Ross. No, <laughs> no, and we will raise him in the dark arts. I'm pretty good <laughs> of comedy. I'm pretty good. At it. <laughs> okay, so when you have a kid, do you no, want no. it? Do you or do you not want it to be bulimic? <laughs> Ideally, it sure. doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, it's just going to keep its shit on lock, you know? I do think about that, that I am a bit of a, I'm a bit of a tough, tougher, tough hand. Bit of a tough hand. You, is this your way of telling us you're going to hit your kids? I'm going to, I mean. With your tough hand? No, it's like, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to touch him, Dave. I'm like, soft, what? softly, but my hands, what? Will, my hands will be too tough. 
I don't like this bit. It's almost. (laughs) I don't like it. Yeah, we're joking about you hitting her future kid. I think you were the one who suggested the entire scenario (laughs) that I would hit my children. So I'll let Dave take the bullet on why he suddenly thinks. When we have a when we have a kid, you guys aren't allowed to do the podcast anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting while having children is a form of abuse, Uh, for sure. I'm calling out Rory Scovel, Jay Larson. The greats. The greats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I love it. Uh, uh, Georgia, okay. you're the fucking... I was going to bring up the whole thing before the whole... I guess yes. I'm beating my children. Ask me anything. <laughs> uh, what would you say to people who are kind of wavering on taking medication and, I mean... um, <laughs> I was going to be like, just do it, but... <laughs> probably like make sure you have a psychiatrist that you trust Mm. um and that you are like i think you should do it Mm -hmm. um and that you're patient with yourself because even if it's going to be good and worth it it's still going to take about six months for it to like Mm. you know even out and become just a part of your chemistry so Mm. but honestly like I, i i can't recommend it enough i really think it's uh I really highly recommend it. Oh, thank you. Don't be afraid of it because your <laughs> yeah, life can be that. better. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking to two. That's the thing is like, I feel sometimes dishonest. I'm like, well, neither Dave or I are on any medication. Yeah, at least <laughs> Dave <laughs> talks to a professional. <laughs> and then, no, it's like a lot of the people we bring on, they're like, nope. <laughs> it's like. I know. Yeah, it's like surprising. And I've I always been kind of admired. Yeah. The way you've. I love it. <laughs> You found the best results. And it took a while. I mean, it and was stressful for sure, but yeah. And remember I mentioned that sex thing? Like, I did talk to somebody else about that because I was really worried. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the number one thing. People are like, "It's not gonna, I'm not going to want to have sex anymore. I talked to someone else when I was worried about it. And they were like, they like laughed. And they're like, it made me be able to like leave the house and then like <laughs> work out and have the energy to fuck. Like, I don't know what... <laughs> Right. <laughs> like it just depends who you are and like right, right. You know. sure. Yeah, find it. Find uh, your chemistry. Uh-huh. There's so many different ones out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is great. I don't we haven't had uh someone come on and sing the praises of meds yet, so this is really great. And I've been here the whole time. You guys <laughs> just had to ask. It's been a scheduling thing. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show just in general. It's great. My pleasure. I've been, I like, I'm so thrilled to be here. What do you have going on that you want to tell people about? Um, I have a show tonight, but that won't help. But every (laughs) Wednesday in downtown LA, I have a show that I produce. I don't know when this episode's coming out. It's coming out Thursday. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Because December, we only have two shows because it's December and everyone leaves LA, but List. But every, it's an awesome every Wednesday, and and we donate to a different charity each month. This month it's the sunrise, it's sunrise movement, which is like a bunch of kids changing the Green New Deal, and uh, oh, awesome! It's really cool, and we're gonna do. We've done like kids in need of defense, and we try and do sometimes like local stuff, but then we also do, do national charities. And there's music after. I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a great like, show. It's already like attracting its own kind of audience. And guys, if you live in LA. Do check it out. Yeah. It's awesome. It's every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. at Ham and Eggs Tavern. No, 9 p.m. at Ham and Eggs Tavern. Yeah, thank you. I didn't really. Yeah, and it's called The Last Show in the World? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite name, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you inherited the name, right? Yeah. It, yeah. But, I mean, it's fine. Um, 
but uh, so when people ask me the show, I'm like, yeah, it's at Hammonet. Like that's how I'm like, yeah, Wednesday comedy at Hammonet. Because <laughs> like for a while, I couldn't even remember the name of the show, and I was like, and I run it, right. so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they were competing but, other shows that were talking about being the last in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that show. I've done it a couple times. Thank yeah, you for I, that. Well, we're, we'd love to have you back. So. Oh, I'll also check out your album on iTunes. Oh it's yeah, called Cash Grab. And Aristotle produced it. Yeah. Oh shit! What? I didn't awesome. know that. That's great. Yeah, you're great. I even mention you on it too. You mention him on it. Yeah, because I go, hey, what? Oh, it's Aristotle. Like I was like talking to the audience. <laughs> oh, that's and it was great. Uh, and that's out now on a special thing records, right? You can mm-hmm. get it on Spotify and Apple Music and that shit. Yeah, and, and it, you can always hear it on a Sirius XM if you <laughs> try and push it. That's try the only way it, I make money. It. What's your Instagram and Twitter and shit? At Georgia Brooks. Great. Thank you so much for doing the show. Yeah, oh thanks. Of yeah, course. I'm sure we'll have you back on at some point. Well, I'm always here. <laughs> uh, that's true. And thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you check out Hampton Touring Through the South, December 12th through the 15th. What are the dates again? Uh, Atlanta, December 12th. Uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, December 13th and 14th. And Washington, D.C., December 15th. Tickets at HamptonYunt.com. And I'm going to be in Chicago, December 13th at North Bar. Tickets, DaveToTheRoss.com. We have a solo episode up on Patreon for our $10 patrons. And also there's, you know, a shitload of bonus episodes and other solo episodes up there. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. Yeah, guys, I put a first parter up about uh, for my solo episode where I talk about, I think it's um, the, t- the, ch- the Satanic Temple. <laughs> and then the second part's going to be about the Church of Satan. It was really fun. And uh, check it out. They're really fun uh, solo episodes. Great. Yeah. And thank you, as always, for listening. You're the best fans on earth. Uh, glad you're alive. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. Remember, these suicide jokes that we tell, we do it because we are dark people that joke around about our own pain, and we hope that that'll help you and make you laugh. It's not because we think people committing suicide is funny or that we take suicide lightly. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, please, please, Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline right away. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. They're always there. They will hear you, and they know what you've been through. So call if you need it, or reach out to people in your life, or whoever. There are resources. Feel better. Stay here with us on Earth. Glad you're alive, and thanks again for listening. Podcast Network.